Welcome back to another episode of Big Couch, Little Couch. Sethi Boopop Balance, as always. <clears throat> Clear my throat out and also introduce my guest, which today I had Darrell Hearns. He's a local comic, author, and a veteran. He's a triple threat, babies. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I have a show coming up at Tour de House, and I'll be posting that more on my Instagram. If you aren't following me, Seth G Balance. I'll also drop Darrell Hearns' Instagram in the description. Love you guys. All right. Yeah, it's just Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I'll do another intro before all of this too, and we can just clip into talking about Brussels sprouts. But how what's your diet like? Oh man, um, I've been changing it up. So yeah, it's it's always clean though. I'm always been doing that. Um, well not always. So vegan. Well, I did vegan for like a year. Oh yeah. So what so made I'll, you go vegan? Uh, exactly. Just, uh, somebody issued me a challenge, and I just <laughs> went ahead and said, you know what, I'm gonna try it out. So, so yeah, you're competitive, and you just like took that challenge yeah. for a year. <laughs> for a year. Damn. What was your favorite thing to eat when you were vegan? Brussels sprouts. So really? Oh yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> but I've always been a Brussels sprout person. Like, um, anytime I eat a steak or something, I'll be like, man, give me them Brussels sprouts. You need Brussels sprouts, yeah. Yeah, and that's like my signature dish. So if anybody comes to my house, I'll be like, hey man, here's some roasted Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I've noticed that a lot of vegans they do know how to cook because oh, yeah. it's hard to have good meals and pay for it every time when you go right. out and eat vegan. Yeah. So it's 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 expensive. And even, it really adds up. Even then, it's kind of a gamble. You don't know if they're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Good or, I went somewhere, and they uh, it was like some roasted Brussels sprouts, but it was still raw. Oh. Yeah. Like, you still, well, I don't know, raw per. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it was still, like, crunchy, like, super crunchy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no one says raw for vegetables, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like a carrot and a stew, yeah. if they put it in too late, or like potatoes. Yeah. I've had a lot of raw baked potatoes where they're just chunky. Yeah. There's nothing more disappointing than a chunky yeah, baked potato. <laughs> so, chunky baked potato. I look like a chunky baked potato. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what my lineage is. It's just <laughs> a bunch of Irish potato-faced motherfuckers. <laughs> chunky baked potato. Chunky baked potato. But... Yeah, like what's what's your diet now? Oh, just been changing up, trying to bring more meat in, but like clean. So mm-hmm. just trying to get back to normal. Because what stopped me being vegan was my muscles were eating my muscles. Really? So I was like getting sore without working out. Like, Damn, you were yeah. just atrophying from not having yeah protein sources that are meat. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's funny. I still have my like strength, but it was like hmm. I just felt horrible <laughs> you know yeah your yeah. recovery was different yeah very horrible okay, yeah for like sure. it was very sore um i went through like a <laughs> a depression but i thought it was like a normal depression like i thought it was like a okay whatever something might have happened i might yeah. be sad about something somebody broke it down to me no that happens when you go vegan your body's like come on man you gave up on me you just want to <laughs> you know? yeah yeah <laughs> it makes you depressed to not eat meat that that is fucked up yeah bro i want to go get a rotisserie chicken you ever get those rotisserie chickens yeah. from the supermarket for like five dollars <laughs> yeah. that's my dinner tonight oh that'd be nice that's a that's a good move that's a good idea bro. what's like your broke go-to fast food meal broke go-to fast food um four for four. Oh, at wendy's oh yeah oh that's the deal with nuggets but Lettuce wrap. Lettuce wrap the burger? Yeah. Okay, but you're still eating fries and the chicken nuggets. <laughs> what sauces with chicken nuggets? Oh, man, we're doing sweet and sour. Oh, sweet and sour guy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. like Asian food? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what I grew up on. My, my mom used to make it a lot. She's not oh, Asian, really? but. <laughs> no, I, that would be cool. I, I, I did kind of imagine an, a Japanese woman just like cooking and looking at. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, she cooked a lot of Asian food. Like, what was her signature, like, Asian food dish? Like One, one of the things that made me, I keep interrupting, but <laughs> one of the things that made me really say, like, mom, make this again, was when she made peanut butter chicken. Oh, what? What's oh, that yeah. like? <laughs> it's like peanut butter chicken. Like, How do that... you make peanut butter chicken? I never I, had it. Hey, I'm not going to, I don't know. <laughs> I did not, I never asked. <laughs> I'm just imagining. But it was good. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, man. All right. So it's like that would uh is like a side of like lettuce. So dude, like this is the food podcast <laughs> this week. This week is I about just food. ate, so that's why we're talking about that. I love it. But yeah, I we've met mostly through open mics and when you're oh, yeah. there, 
especially you, you're just like eye on the prize. You're just there to do your set. You're focused on your writing. Right. You do your own thing. Thanks. So yeah, (laughs) I I like that. And you do have like a solid work ethic of like actually, especially when I first started mics, when I showed up, you were just there Yeah. always. Like I never saw you get in or out of a car. You were just (laughs) at open mics. Yeah. You're just Just like a facet. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been doing comedy in total now? Well, it's going on four and a half years. Okay, nice, yeah, nice. What was your first open mic? It was a open mic in D.C. Well, no, Alexandria, Virginia. It was a, what was it? Now, you want to talk very first op- open mic where I really kept going from that open mic. Uh, let's do both, yeah, Okay, my I understand what you mean. very first open mic was um, in North Carolina. Oh, wow, damn. It was when I was in the military, and it was like I was working night shift. So this is me. Begging them, can I hit an open mic? I just really want to try comedy. Right. Like, they're like, sure, go ahead. You know, yeah. we might not need you tonight. So, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah. and um, I went to that one in North Carolina. And um, did you have an act in your head already or nope. did you just go up? I can do it. You know, no act just uh, riffing off the top of my head. I didn't know what it was called back then. But right. <laughs> riffing and um, basically got what a first year comic would get for riffing. <laughs> No, but not com- a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just quiet. <laughs> that was yeah. I, I definitely had the same approach. So after yeah. that, how long was it before you hit a next mic where you actually sustained going to open mic? Okay, school? that was uh, shoot. That's when I got out. So probably five years later. So mm-hmm. yeah, because I used to count that. I was like, man, that was my first ever mic. I think I've been doing this for five years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> after that one five minutes, but uh, yeah, five years later, I hit. Wow. Uh, that was the one in Alexandria, Virginia. When I got out, um, I became a, a famous author. So kind of right. For yeah, like two years. First author on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah, no one else is writing books. No one else like <laughs> shotgunning you. Bud Lights on this podcast is an author. Um, yeah. So, what is the process of writing a book? When you first set out to do it, do yeah. you? Did you obviously? Did you go to school for writing? Um, those uh classes but uh my main yeah well i went to school for aeronautical science so okay that was my bachelor's while i'm in the air force i'm just doing classes and getting my ass kicked on the flight line every night yeah your day was filled and then going going to going to school smelling like aircraft (laughs) gas like you just yeah you smell like fumes just thinking yeah so okay and then um my follow-up was uh really I guess I have to say inspired me to keep writing was uh there was a English class I took for my computer science degree, my associates, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, you know, two yeah. year just to get out back out there. Huh. And um yeah, there it was talking about like propaganda and like the influence of writing and all. Saying, you know, writing really does influence everything. You really have to write mm-hmm. everything. I didn't even know, like, shows were written. You know, sometimes I thought it was just improv and all that. Right, but, yeah. You know, you, that's what you think as a kid. Like, ridic- know, the yeah. show Ridiculousness yeah. has a team of writers. <laughs> right. There's eight writers in a room making up jokes on all these, like, this Rob Dyrdek bullshit. Right. And there's a room full of writers who make good money doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never thought about it like that, but there's a lot of writing jobs. Did not there that. are and yeah. but you didn't did you try to pursue that path while you were writing a book of being like a paid writer or did you want to just publish a book yourself? i didn't know i didn't know those were venues so at okay. the time i just uh my my thing is it's always been my gift i've always listened to my inner voice mm. so something just told me hey man you should write a book about money management you remember when you were in the military people had like the nice houses somebody was driving a corvette around but asking you for money every time they saw you. Right. Like, yeah, that's money management issue. <laughs> so I'm writing, I write books for people like to help. That's always been my thing. So, yeah. So, and trying to help people. And oh, yeah. has it been good with book sales? Cause yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So original. I like so I, I don't push it as much. So yeah. original was, uh, the lazy my house was sold over a thousand copies. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Shit. That's like, I don't think I've ever bought in a book in my life. And I'm like, dude, well, it's just so impressive because like actual book sales, like books aren't cheap either. No. No. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> how much is your book running usually? Like 15 bucks? Oh, no. I do. Uh, I, I did five originally because my oh, original five, thing damn. was nice. getting the information out there. Yes. That's all. 
I wanted to do it. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't about sustaining myself. I was okay. <laughs> but right. yeah, I was just getting it out there. Were you always good with money or did that come with maturity? Um, let's say always good, but you know, just having your parents around kind of <laughs> parents that are, you know, like that. So, oh, okay. They, yeah. they were very well off and, or like at least well to do with their finances. They yes. know what to do with it. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My yeah. parents were not that good. I'm learning. I, I learned from their mistakes, but yeah. still I'm making my own mistakes. Of course. Cause if you don't have a proper blueprint, but that's good. Did your parents yeah. talk to you about money a lot when you were a kid? Like, were they transparent? Yeah. Like what things cost and like, how actually like when you're a kid and you're like, Oh, can I get the new gaming console or something? A lot right. of parents are like, no, not this year, but they don't explain why. Right. Not why not this year. Right. But if you do just take the extra minute and explain to a kid, like it's because of X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. that's why we can't afford that shit. Right. They do have a better world understanding. Mm-hmm. And my parents were just like, nah, we can't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it left like a gap of knowledge. It was, it was never, that it was more of a, like uh, I've always been like I guess independent minded. I had my first job at sixteen at CVS Pharmacy. Oh, okay, a CVS nice. Pharmacy they got robbed repeatedly. Like one of those. <laughs> like you, it, it's like uh, having a regular. Yeah, and you're like, oh, what's up, Jim? I know the rules. You yeah, just raise your hands up. All right, you got me. You got me. Yeah, but what was working at CVS like? Especially, you're saying. It got robbed a bunch of times. Was oh, it a yeah. bad part of town? Oh, yeah. Bad part of town. It was actually down the road from my, my people live. So, my family, like, <laughs> okay. from where I lived. It was it like, was right you're there. a bad part of town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like yeah. you said, I didn't know everybody's, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, What was it? Yeah. One of the funniest, I'd say, robberies, failed attempts. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back then I was, uh, you know, you're a naive kid. You don't know what's going on. This yeah, guy said, yeah. hey, can I get changed for a 20? Then as I'm pulling the money out, he, like, reaches over. And I just like look at him and he just looks at me, then walks out. <laughs> you stared down. Yeah. You're just supposed to s- snatch it. Right? Right. He had one job. Right. <laughs> you just have that look in your eye. I bet. Like, if you look really serious at a motherfucker, I don't think that anyone's trying. It that. wasn't serious. I was just lost. Like, I'm a naive 16 year old, <laughs> not knowing what's happening. Were, were you like big back then at all? Oh. Big enough. I I think I was like wrestling. Yeah. Before, oh, okay. So, yeah. 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 That was like. Right. But you aren't about to like double leg a burglar. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. You don't <laughs> care about that shit. Nah. Bro. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't save the pack of Magnum condoms either. <laughs> CVS is fun because you get to watch people check out with crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can see people's nights starting. Uh-huh. Or like they've already gone to shit. Like Plan B. Or fucking chocolates right. and condoms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the, yeah. There's the old people shit, too. Oh, there was one of my favorite was uh, um, Martin Lawrence used to live oh. in my hometown. Really? Like around the corner. So Damn. Yeah, he was like, yeah, like, <laughs> and um, I wasn't a fan of his movies at the time. Cause you know, I was just listening to my people. Like, wasn't a fan. He just happens to walk in while I'm like and talking. Like, Boo! You suck. I didn't know it was him. Like, you know, you don't know celebrities. Okay, yeah. It's, yeah it's you can just to, like, walk by them, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So I'm just, like, helping this guy out while my homegirl's, like, making me talk mess the whole time. <laughs> you know, shout out to her, like, yeah, what do you think about Martin Lawrence? Oh, man, this movie's sucking. No, really? <laughs> he's just, like, staring. <laughs> he's, like, staring at me, like, <laughs> yeah. Side eye me the whole time. I was like, oh, okay. So she really played me because I'm like, oh, for me, I'm just seeing this, this short black dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just another guy. Yeah. 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 Just anyone. Damn. <laughs> so uh, back to writing the book, getting published, how hard is that? Or like sending out mm-hmm. and getting feedback from publishing houses? Like, what is that oh, like? Jeez. Oh, for me, um, I would like self publishing because, uh, mm-hmm. I have to say, if you go through somebody, they're always gonna they're, they're always gonna have somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. some editor, and it's like a minimum of like, I think three hundred fifty thousand words. Yeah. So they aren't they aren't into the shorter novels. They aren't into self help books usually because those aren't right. those wouldn't go past how many pages would you say, uh, three hundred fifty thousand is. Oh geez, that would have to be um like a Harry Potter. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. they go for more like 300, 400 page. Really big books, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that's, huh. uh, yeah, that was the tough part I too. I never knew that. 
Yeah, because I had a transcript. I was shopping it for a minute, but not just the, um, what do you call it, just the feedback from it. I was like, come, come on, this, <laughs> you guys want to add this, this, and this. I'm like, I just want to get the story out because, right. you know, and that's always been the message. Let's, Hell yeah. Get it out there. You Do know? it yourself. Yeah. I The yeah. last person I had on my podcast was uh, Chew Deer, and uh-huh. we had to... I named the podcast the Black Republican Podcast because <laughs> he was just going on these rants, and I'm like, Chew Deer, Jesus Christ, like, calm down. He's like, no, they're not funny. It Aww. doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I was like, Jesus Christ, Chew Deer, stop it. You're going... You're too hot. That's you're too hot, Chew <laughs> Right. But... He, I feel like he, even though he's probably as broke as me, he yeah. believes that like, you just do it yourself, put it out yourself. Yeah. Just you don't worry about who's going to have my back, have your own back, be your mm-hmm. own advocate and like put that shit out there. So that's really cool that you Wonderful. actually self published it. How many copies or is it kind of like one of those stores where you get an order and then it's made or how many copies did you have printed? Um, I had initially, a, um, shoot, had over a thousand printed Damn. but it was more of um foot footwork so it was more like instead of me saying hey guys advertise this you know mm-hmm. that's usually why you go through a publisher because they can it's like a label for music exactly. they have the networking and the sources to right actually okay now my thing was like um something while well, it's uh i think i was at i think it was it was it class whatever introduction to it something mm-hmm. just hit my head and said Hey, call one of these bookstores. See if they'll do help right. you out with it. And uh, yeah, that's the first bookstore. Then from there, they network for me. And oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so you just are you taking any of that sort of initiative with comedy, especially talking to bookers like that? Um, just trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, like the the smallest ways to get onto shows. Cause a lot of people do so much. Like they go out to every show at house of comedy. Right. And they're thinking if they just hang out, they'll be put up. Right. And that's, it seems like a pie in the sky, like bullshit <laughs> thing to do. Cause yeah. you waste so much time, but right. are you trying to do like more efficient and effective legwork? Well, really with getting booked like that, you know, there's legwork and then there's, I'm not bringing them a quality product. That as well, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately with comedy. Like, you see a lot of people mm-hmm. right from the jump who can bring a lot of people. They get booked on, like, JP shows and type what? shit like that. Yeah. And it's it's predatory on the bookers end because they just want people to show up. Right. But then again, those poor people <laughs> right. just bomb in front of ten, all their loved ones. <laughs> they just eat a bag of dicks because they're yeah. four months into comedy and thought, and they think they have it figured out. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready now. Yeah. And they, they earn $70 back from the bringer tickets. And the, Hey, I had fun doing it in that experience but looking back on it it's so like my material was so bad right there's no way it was a good show <laughs> right <laughs> so that's good that you're humble enough to say that about yourself so oh yeah i mean i still believe i'm pretty bad because <laughs> like, also no one no one sees all of your bombings besides you correct only you know how bad and good you are Very and true. i think i'm <laughs> Not that, not the best I can be. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever feel like I'm the best I can be. But mm-hmm. still, at this stage, I also know that like my faults and like I, where it be like work ethic or writing off stage or writing on stage or stopping riffing or uh, doing the right amount of crowd work. Because yeah. there's a lot of nights where I just like get faded. And I'm like, I'm just gonna talk to the audience, and then I get nothing from it. Right. And I wasted <laughs> a night of comedy. Right. So I am trying to like more focus on what I'm fucking doing there and right. why I'm there to do it. Cause when your friends are at open mics, uh, you kind of lose track of time. Very true. And, um, uh, was that ever a problem for you when you first started comedy and like really hitting open mics? Was it a lot of a party for you? Cause I know you don't drink, right? No. no. Okay. Did you ever, were you no. a party hound ever? N- never a party hound, but I mean, I just, you know, spoke to whoever spoke to me. That's always been that's my... That's true, yeah. Been, been the motto. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, you know, just, you know, that's just me battling. Uh, For a long time, I had, like, severe anxiety, severe PTSD. So just dealing with people in general was like, hey, Darrell. Hey, hi! You know, just yeah, over the yeah. top, you know, like... <laughs> okay. So, what do you want, man? Like, that kind of, you know, so... Mm-hmm. And especially at an open mic, people can be pretty... Uh, 
like harsh. Right. Harsh is a good way. Like uh, Darren Fine Silver, God bless his heart. <laughs> but sometimes he'll just come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Holy shit, man! Hi." I just was not expecting right. certain energy levels. And everyone at an open mic, there's something wrong with them. Right. And varying <laughs> degrees of it too. Like my dad left. My dad raped. Like everyone oh, has different levels. Very dark. Oh yeah. yeah, we we got a lot of dad touchers. Dad touchers. Yeah, wow. dude. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of dad touchers. Um, <laughs> is, is that a new new podcast episode? <laughs> <laughs> dad touchers. That's what <laughs> that's what this is called. Darrell and Seth and dad touchers. Please don't on say TBS. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new show. 7 p.m. every Tuesday. <laughs> what, what was your favorite show growing up? Cartoon wow. or live action? Of course, being a 80s baby. Um, 86 to be exact. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Hell yeah. <laughs> always. Uh, everybody's top one. Uh, Family Matters. That was one. Because I'm, I'm always... I never... Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've seen like a few reruns, but I never sat down and watched Family Matters. Yeah, there was a certain time you had to, man. That's mm-hmm. the thing about, you know, nowadays, everybody's streaming. You know, it's not... These damn kids these days <laughs> are always fucking streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, people watch a show for a week, and then they're mm-hmm. done with it. Yeah. And then they completely forget about it, because it wasn't like a, a slow process of watching it and getting to know it. Right. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually squeezing this podcast in between uh, signing Woo. up and going to an open mic. So this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tight boy. We're gonna fit on. <laughs> oh no, I, I was, I'm not looking at the it. time. I promise you. I just oh, I, I am looking at the time. You I'm are just doing make, the time. Yeah, for just for our <laughs> sake. I just want to make sure. Oh. I hate missing my spot. Oh, so you, you yeah. gonna have me back? Have me back on? I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do. There's so, so many people finish. I need to have back on. <laughs> Caesar, I had him on for an episode and. I was like, yeah, dude, we got to record a second half like tomorrow. And then uh-huh. tomorrow got pushed back to it. It was just, of course. yeah. And then now it's just part one exists and there's no part two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You seem like somebody has some really good stories. So yeah. Yeah, he does. Speaking cool. of good stories, uh, what's the most embarrassing like time at an open mic you had? Oh, what, what, it could be the worst bomb. It could be like asking someone out and getting rejected. Um. I wouldn't say that's embarrassing. Shoot, I'm, I'm a grown man. If I get rejected, I'm like, hey. oh, it just didn't work out. <laughs> you know? That Darrell Hearn, shoot your shot. Right. Okay? Yeah, that's that's your next book. You're, <laughs> shoot you're your a shot. dating guru, dude. You'd be a good dating guru. Thanks, man. First, be tall. <laughs> Second rule, just don't take no for an answer. <laughs> don't take no for an answer. Hey, man. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you do got to ask twice, but, you know, maybe it's just Dude, a bad time, you know. La- ladies ladies are like that. Yeah. I've heard this girl say one time, like, sometimes when I say no, it really just means keep going. Uh. Like, no, 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 no. You cannot say that shit. Nope. That will not hold up in court for me. That shit's weird. Like, yeah. your honor... The bitch was lying. <laughs> you can't say that. That will not fly at all. Just have a recorder on you the whole time. Just like a body <laughs> yeah. cam. Yeah. You're wearing a wire during yeah. sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you keeping your shirt on? Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just ask her a question. <laughs> but what would you say was the worst bomb for you throughout Ooh, all the years man. that you really remember? Or like a bad heckle? The worst bomb. Jeez, you're making me go through all, I think, probably over a thousand something sets. But now, probably the early one, because I thought I was doing well, but all I did was really. So, um, okay, it was in North Carolina. My, my buddy, yeah. Zach Burke, shout out to him. He's a, he's a comic out there. Um, I go to his open mic, his friend's mic, and um, basically the hostess is a big girl. Okay. So I roasted her for like two minutes out of the Jesus, set damn you started with that and she took it to heart <laughs> damn to where my buddy invited me to a party they were all going to and okay. she did not want to talk to me <laughs> that whole time we were at damn. this party <laughs> do you are you a pretty big empath like you feel bad about hurting I people felt shitty yeah yeah i tried to stay to myself the, this dude had a punching bag and i was just like you know i'm just gonna I'm gonna, work, I'm gonna fight these demons <laughs> one round at a time yeah yeah so I, yeah because i was i didn't have material i was like let me just riff and see my let's <laughs> <laughs> see where it goes yeah i know i've uh yeah as i said done that far too much yeah but bro. Um, definitely like that's when you felt the worst that was one of it. the biggest ones um shoot 
Um, there's been one where shit, somebody just yelled, "You're not funny," and I'm just like, "All right, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now back to my bits, dude. Yeah, it's so hard when someone heckles you, yeah. and you just like pause for a second. Everyone's like in anticipation, like, "Oh, he's thinking of something," and they're like. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, oh, that fucking sucks. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember one time at Improv Mania, I oh. was eating a bag of dicks. It was so bad. <laughs> and right in the in the front, there was a table of, like, old ladies. Yeah. And I said a punchline, crickets. Mm. And then you just hear her say, Jesus, he's terrible. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I finished. I've like never not ran the light. I'm always right. just trying to get every minute up there. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, whoo, what else? What else, guys? <laughs> Trucking is a crazy job. <laughs> and just try to go back to my mediocre material. Damn. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of my that's my favorite. One of my favorite stories with you was uh, Improv Mania. I think you were like just starting. Probably Was it last year or something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably a year ago. I was, yeah. It was like uh, yeah. when I got called up at Improv Mania, and I think you went up. <laughs> that wasn't too long ago. No. Nah, it was really not long ago. Because I heard, fuck, well, I don't know what happened there, but I just was walking up onto stage, and you're like, what? what's happening? <laughs> so who was hosting? Oh, who was it? Jacob. Jacob Cano. I think it was, but someone was yeah. on stage and they just watched me get up out of my seat and start walking towards them. They're like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Stop. What are you? Just, like, <laughs> yeah. I predicted the Oscars. No, you did. No, no, I didn't. You're supposed to go up there and slap me. <laughs> what, what's your plot? What's your whole take on it? Do you have a hot take? I love hot takes on things. Um, I think it was a uh, it was good. It was a good idea. I I, I like. You know, I mean, he protected his woman. That was okay. You know, there's a. I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Okay. It was, yeah, go he was. Deep. He was talking. You know, he was protecting, like, you know, his lady. You know, she got talk mess to, and you know, sometimes you gotta do that. You know, could have could have been a yell from there, but that would have been been stupid. You know, <laughs> so. I think the whole thing was stupid. And they're both grown men. They are okay. both grown men yeah, at the Oscars. And for real, it was a checking. You know, I don't know if you've ever been. It was a checking. It was a checking. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was. It was. He checked. Up. He didn't slap him. He checked him. Yeah, it was a okay. check. He straight up just said, oh, okay, you talking about my lady. All right. Because it easy could have been a, a skirmish. Like, really? Yeah, he could have fought. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It could have been a fist. Yeah. He yeah, he could have done a lot worse. That's that's fair. Could have been two older guys just, just fighting each other at the Oscars. It would have been crappy. You're you're a traditional man. You right. Yeah. Yeah, you you appreciate that he went out of his way to right. protect Jada. Gotcha. Now, that's the thing, too. Always People always say, August Alcina. You know, he didn't do that with August right, Alcina. Yeah. But... If you read like between the lines of when he's talking about it, he knew about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we we all base it off the red table talk yeah. where he's like doing the Will Smith cry, like you see in every movie, because yeah, he's yeah, an actor yeah. and stuff. He is, he's a, yeah, he won an Oscar. <laughs> he is a great actor, right? Yeah, so he can lie. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he he knew. He probably like was, hey man, you guys hungry? All right. He was <laughs> probably like, what? Yeah. yeah. Read between the lines. He was watching through the blinds. Right. He was just like. Oh, peeking then. Yeah, well, I'm sure she probably even said, "Hey, maybe." Yeah, man. What? I don't think I w- I have a big enough heart to <laughs> watch a person I love get blown out. Right. I don't think I have that stability in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you do? Do you think you could? No. 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 Yeah. No. But, I don't think. Uh, but you're most you're, you're how old? Like it's, uh, 23, almost 24. Okay, so yeah, yeah young, so. I'm 35. We're still like around the age where it's like we can still use our shit, you know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah. there is a certain point where like I want to stop playing football. I want to start watching football. <laughs> yeah, I want to see the pros do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it is funny to imagine him getting watching him being cucked and then Brian Gumball in the corner just like, <laughs> oh man, that's a great stroke. <laughs> yeah, they're predicting shit. They probably yeah. knew about it, man. Probably Fucking like a Joe whole. Madden. Yeah, but you know, but the yeah, whole thing that, where okay. where he tries to like, I, I could tell that that was just laying it on like extra. Yeah. So he's yeah. just like, oh okay, all right, Chris, what's up, man? Smack, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
enough was enough dude just, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know what i would do in that situation um there well, was actually a local comic last night who yeah. got threatened <laughs> because he was at the tap out mic oh. in phoenix and that is a dangerous room Very to dangerous. be roasting people in yes and a local comic nick ryback he crossed a line with someone oh. and it was like it was the one white guy in a completely like black biker club yeah yeah and he is the bouncer like he passed people down on the way in you don't fuck with that guy and he was roasting the one guy in the audience who's white and he was like dude you better fucking stop and he's like why do you act black for all of them like you're i get it you're the one white guy and he apparently pulled a gun out of his pocket put it on the table and started walking up onto stage Uh uh-huh saying like I don't. I have my gun. I don't need my gun. <laughs> and dude, everyone was like, "No, no, don't do it, Fletch." Oh, like he had a nickname. Like, no, don't do it. And they're like, "Oh shit, okay." And then he walked off stage. And then they went outside. And then the same guy walked outside with his mask on mm-hmm. and this like hand on his hip. And they're like, "No, no!" And they had to stop him again. Oh. So they're like, "Dude, I gotta get out of here." Yeah, yeah. man. And yeah. That's wild. But that's a really one in a thousand. Yeah. case because he chose to roast the wrong person he really chose the wrong person right because the wrong room too because he's trying to prove himself to them yes that's the yeah. whole reason why he did all Wait, that extra for yeah for the white yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no he has to have his reaction be twice as much right he can't just be like keep my name out your mouth right he has to go up and actually do every yeah he has to go fuck him up so was he a big dude or a little dude because because Nick's nah, a, he's like he's like five five nine and he's like built out. Okay, because Nick's a little dude. Yeah, yeah. Nick is not. Yeah, so he 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 found an easy target. That's really yeah, what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, no. Nick Nick plays chess. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like Jacoby was like really into soccer or something. Right. And now he's into chess because he's not. You know, his body's not built like people right. play games of the mind right. when their bodies cannot play <laughs> games of the physical. That, that, that better be on a t shirt. <laughs> it's a long ass t shirt. That's yeah, a tall t. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I miss tall t's. Early 2000s fashion was crazy. What were you dressing like in the early 2000s? How old were you? That would be like uh, early teenager yeah, and then teen- early 20s. Yeah, teenager, early 20s. Uh, I wasn't doing tall t's. I was still. Button ups, but I did have a tall tee. I'm, I'm lying. Okay, tea. yeah. I did that. The uh, do rag. But you the, weren't wearing like band. Osiris's or anything like that, were you? Oh no, I was doing Tim's. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, Tim's, I'm from, yeah. from the East Coast, man. So oh, <laughs> totally yeah, you're different. Right, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm projecting the whole like Cali. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole soldier boy. Yeah, no, nah, that's not. No, nah, we're not. Nah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Damn, yeah. what was that like? Uh, being being 21 in the mid 2000s, going it? going out to the bars, out to the clubs. Well, um, I lived in Alaska when I turned 21. Oh, Jesus fucking I know. <laughs> where, where haven't you lived? <laughs> all over, man. But You've been all over? Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Man, just about. But I was, uh, yeah, I was stationed in Alaska. And, um, yeah, um, my 21st birthday, I think it fell on like a Tuesday. So I ended up going to the club on base because that's the only club for like miles because I didn't have a car at the time. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, so my supervisor ended up buying me a drink there. So that was my twenty first. Nice. But when I got a vehicle, man, <laughs> you just destroyed yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just running around, doing oh, everything. Yeah. Did yeah. everything. Got no man. sleep. Oh, twenty four hour sun. If you just bored in the middle of the night, yeah, middle of the night, you middle just of go the out. Quote unquote, oh, dude, how dude. many jokes did you hear about like? Oh well, it's nighttime, but it's day out. Like, how many daytime jokes did you hear? I worked on night shifts, so <laughs> a million. Thanks for bringing back oh my <laughs> those God. flashbacks, those corny ass <laughs> work jokes. That's why I can't work in an office because it's yeah. just like you can see how people could have been a cool person, right? But now they're just beaten down by the corporate life. Yeah, and you're just like, oh no, <laughs> they have like, jo- oh man, and yeah, their inside man. jokes are terrible. Like, right. make sure your wife doesn't find out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, fuck that bitch. Oh yeah. my god, I'd hate that culture. You know, I used to have a, this this real. Oh, well, it was a military town, so oh, yeah. Fairbanks, Alaska. We had Air Force that was miles away, and okay. the Army lived right in town, so that's where it was. 
Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too far into that. You asked me about 21st. So <laughs> it was different, man. I'm not right. the same person as 21 Darrell. No? Yeah. Imagine driving, let's say, not not there. Let's say Grand Avenue, right? Yeah. Two, it's midnight, but the sun is high as hell. Two of the baddest natives you ever seen <laughs> pull up next to you. And you just want to drive. You're just cruising. But they're yeah, like, yeah. hey, you want to go to the to the, to the, to the camp with us? <laughs> mm-hmm. For no reason. Just, all right, cool. Hanging out. And, Damn. Yeah, man. Late at night, drinking E&J with <laughs> two E&J. random native chicks. Yeah, Hell yeah, E&J. <laughs> oh, man. I definitely got dangerously close to over, not overdose, yeah. fucking uh, uh, blood toxicity levels was- with E&J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when you were a kid and you're like, dude, chugging liquor is so <laughs> cool. Because you saw in movies or like Animal House where yeah. uh, I think it was Belushi just like threw back a whole Jack Daniels and you're like, that's my hero. That's easy. I, that, <laughs> oh, that's my hero. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, such a bad idea. Oh, uh, you seem like somebody with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I look 35 now is no. because I do. Uh, I, I look confusing. Confusing. People are like, can't may I ID you? Can't <laughs> Do you have cancer or Aww. adequate years? Don't say oh. <laughs> no, actually, the worst response from an audience is yeah. when they start saying, "You can do it." Have you ever gotten that shit where they're just trying to be supportive? Like right when I started comedy, I was right. bombing at this one place, and I was uh-huh. like, "Oh fuck, this is uh this is a bit rough," and they're like. You can do it. And I was like, never say that. Never. Don't ever say that. I'm gonna go die now. Like, what the? Those, f- don't support me. Those, those like, uh, what was it? I've gotten that. Um, I've gotten booed once. Oh yeah. Just because I made a off-color joke, but nah, man. So you said. Does yeah. people want to make you on-colored jokes? I okay. Guess. All right. I see right past it. These oh, are hotep hours here. So my old. <laughs> My old <laughs> Stupid sorry I'm sorry It's all good <laughs> Nah like I didn't even have a bit But uh, I think George Zimmerman Had just happened Cause like I said It was like 2015 When I <laughs> Hit my first yeah, mic Yeah 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 It was like uh, I was like man What is he like The diabetes police <laughs> Dead It's just <laughs> Not, <laughs> not that <laughs> <laughs> and and what someone just from the back just went boo yes really boo. <laughs> i got like a middle finger <laughs> like i was literally like the person i went with she's the first person that ever gave me a chance at comedy she was actually one of the first people and um yeah had me on a show and everything as a fresh one mic comic and uh yeah i went over there and uh said that and basically wasn't invited back to wilmington north carolina Damn. for a while so yeah <laughs> it's like man that's kind of dark bro yeah i do comedy yeah <laughs> where they're like oh you're a comedian right i'm like that's a loose term <laughs> i i have done comedy right uh some nights at open mics i kind of don't do. Do you believe that bad crowds exist at an open mic, or do you believe like that's just work? It's um, it's work. You really got to see who the audience is. Mm. You know, there's something where you have to. Yeah, you do got to read them, but I mean, there's a possibility. I mean, there's certain places, especially open mics. Yeah, nobody's expecting that crap. Nobody wants to see you. Yeah. Nobody's. You know, they're just. If the if the host is good, they'll be like, okay, we'll stay for the host. We'll see if these guys are actually decent. But yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Nah, man. It's, yeah, I, I have to say there can be a bad crowd. Like if they went for something else, mm-hmm. possibly. But you just gotta meet them. You just gotta see where they're at. You know, just read them. See who's you know what joke's gonna work here. Like I bombed hard at Golden Mar- Mar- Margarita. Yeah, because I went over my uh, drug jokes. Instead of like, oh, this audience is more of a, you got to riff with them, kind of. Right, You yeah. know, in a way, instead of just doing your set and leaving. <laughs> what, what's a few pieces of advice you would give yourself now, five years ago when you first started? Like, shit you know now that are golden rules to you for your comedy. Right. Just right. Yeah. Right, that's rule number one. Um, loosen up. Mm. Yeah, because I was still acting... <laughs> 
Acting yeah. like a, yeah. I'm an accomplished author. You can't talk to me like that, you know. Right. That kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, you have to be not self-deprecating, but self-aware. Self-aware. Yeah, yeah. self-aware and like, yeah, never think that you're too high and mighty to be taken down by another person. Right. Because that, that's why that one white guy at that uh, biker club, he acted a certain way because he has nothing to lose and everything to prove. Yeah. And it's only for himself. Mm-hmm. Only he knows how much he's lost. And he's ready to lose more. Right. And, like, prove this point to this <laughs> 25-year-old Jewish boy. Like, what are we – why are we doing that? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah controlling controlling my anger, I've definitely tried to work on that a little bit. Because yeah. I'll just, like, bottle shit up and then unload on a person all yes, at sir. once and be like, you never let me pick the TV shows. And they're like, where is this coming from? <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. De- I'm more – passive when mm-hmm. it comes to choice making mm-hmm. so especially in a relationship i'll just yeah. go with the flow go with the flow and then one day i'm like you're a fucking bitch <laughs> like what is happening oh man yeah so but, yeah that'll be life be your own advocate uh, that'd be mm. rule number one be your own advocate some of us is tough i don't know if you had those families where shut up do this or else or i don't know if that was kind of where you kind of how you Cause that's where I there, see. There's a healthy dose of that, but I yeah. was like the youngest kid, so a lot of my older siblings took on responsibilities. Yeah, that I never really had to take on. Which I okay, I get that. Yeah, because I never had a younger sibling to watch out for, mm-hmm. so I was just I'm always just been living life. Okay, yeah, you, you definitely had that energy. I get it. I get oh yeah, yeah. I get it. Free spirit. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm a I'm a real free spirit. Except I'm kind of a prude. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm not huge into just like throwing my dick around all the time. Man. <laughs> what? Tell tell me about it. No. Nah, you have a story in those eyes. No, I, don't. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. You have a you have a story. <laughs> no, nah, man. Oh, okay. Man. Nah, but, I don't wanna. Okay, I've told the story on stage before, but okay. yeah, yeah. Cause I was in the military, so you know, mm. it's just like there people were flocking. Do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And yeah. women love mystery men who are traveling. Yeah. You know, like, oh, he's only in town for one month or something. <laughs> yeah. They love that for some reason. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm, I think it's probably the uh, no strings kind of thing. Yeah. So. And if she sleeps with that guy, he's gone. No yeah. one knows about it. Right. Just her girlfriends. That's it. Right. No other guys are homies with him. No one know. No one knows him from middle school <laughs> or something. He just showed up and left. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's why I want to just. That's really why I started doing comedy, to be that guy. Yeah, it's, it's, a fun, it's really. Well, yeah, that's why I started being funny when you're young. Right. It's like it's a coping mechanism, but it's also like, it's not just to cope. It's to get things. Mm-hmm. Like being funny does get you a long way. I was yeah. always like the poor one out of the friends, and it's not like I was poor growing up, but all my friends did have money right so it was just like they were always wanting to like go pay do like let's go to this trampoline park it's only 25 dollars i'm like bro i have like two for tacos we can go to jack in the box and then, yeah. nah, man I'll, I'll pay for you so it's like awesome. always trying to prove why i'm there mm-hmm. and it was always trying to be funny or storytelling or being an asshole or doing wild shit like jumping right. off a roof or learning how to do flips and shit really so, so people would want me to stick around Okay. A very vaudevillian take I, on I friendship. Yeah. But that's exactly what it is. Is that's like awesome. that's how I formed it. And so now um I'm just like I, I wanna be a kid forever, I guess. Cause that's right. what being a stand up is. Yeah. Is like you just gotta be a kid. Cause yeah. I was kids are funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Cause they have yet to be beaten down by life. Yeah. So no one has told them to shut up yet. No nope. enough. Right. So yeah, <laughs> kids are just going for jokes all the time. <laughs> very true. And you need a uh, regenerate back all those years they, of people telling you not to say shit. Yeah. Have you noticed like Been any of that shit when it came to your personal writing of like breaking through a wall oh, and yeah. realizing like I can be uh, like plateauing into a new level and realizing I can be this sort of honest now. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I've always been the honest person. Like I was a person that always pointed out this is wrong. This is that. But I always still, like you said, get to shut up. So that was something in the military that I was getting to shut up. But beforehand, I'd just be like, man, this is, look at this. This is hilarious. This is true. Mm. That stupid face. I just, you know, I was always my and thing. like, Hearns, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. Oh, this. Then towards the end of my 
like Air Force style, I think I just had enough to where I just got quiet. It was more mm-hmm. action instead of like saying stuff. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't like act outs all the time. Right, it was right. Just like, you know, eh, whatever. This guy <laughs> just be roasting in my head the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just writing shit in your head like, dude, his pants look wet. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? Um, I, I have a lot of fun just imagining comics in wartime scenarios yeah. doing their jokes. <laughs> and it's so funny to me. But it's like, it, it would be most applicable to you. Right. Because you'd just be like, what do you call it? And they're like, shut up. We're done. Pick up the gun. Like, We're losing men. Uh, that was like, like it was a, that's probably what scared people because it was like a switch. It would be that. Then they're like, oh, this guy seriously just got a bunch of stuff done without, you know, <laughs> any issue. Like there wasn't, and he's not being as goofy. So they're like, what? who are you, man? Basically, you know, couldn't yeah. find out. Yeah. So. I have that switch too when I'm at work. Like sometimes I'm in a goofy playing mood, but yeah. if I get super like backlogged or busy, then mm-hmm. I just put my head fully into the work and I'm not being creative at all. It's right. just like totally work mode. Mm-hmm. And then when I come out of it, it's like coming out of a nap. Or a haze <laughs> and you're like, what? What time is it? It's Where one. Are we? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah, but no, mm-hmm. that was the weird part. Yeah, about the military. I have to say that, but like I said, it wasn't like always clowning but that's how you had to keep your head above it though you know because you're dealing with a lot of dark stuff absolutely yeah that's what i hear about law enforcement they're like they Mm. they joke about a lot of stuff because i would want to do a cop show because i feel like they would laugh about anything yes (laughs) and you don't have to do oh like cop material no just do your act they're humans yeah (laughs) i hate when people are like yeah i did a show for soldiers had a bunch of uh, army jokes and I'm like unless you were in the army yeah. and you really have some inside baseball knowledge don't try to be like a civilian reaching in just nope. be a comedian yeah do your comedian shit that's what they came to see yeah but yeah if you went and did like a USO show you would be able to dip your hand into the bag of knowledge you have mm-hmm. and like talk about rankings or talk about like oh this branch and this branch and like yeah yeah cater to your audience what right. you said like read the room at an open mic and especially yeah. for a show too mm-hmm. yeah because doing a show at jp's or something that's an old white crowd <laughs> yeah doing a do better comedy show that's a young white crowd yeah so uh, sorry Sorry, do better, it's but true. it's like it's honest. It's very yeah. true yeah. because their sensibilities yes, is most attuned with what's happening with like millennials and Gen Z, yeah, who are white people. Mm-hmm. But like, if you do a young black room, that's not the case. No, yeah, or the tap out room. That's a, that's an older black room. It's now. gonna be quiet. Yeah, no, it, dude, pretty homophobic. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, like people, like I think Asian people are the most racist yeah. and out of the most homophobic. Probably like. Maybe Mexican or black, <laughs> but obviously white people are like, oh, cool. duh. Yeah. Like that's a general <laughs> yeah, homophobic. But besides right. that, like, dude, like gay jokes do not fly really? with a black audience. Yeah. Like, dude, they are just not seeing where you're coming from. <laughs> and you're like, and then my dad fucked me. They're like, dude, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah, because it's not, it's that's not just a, not cool. Yeah. They were raised a, like, that's not cool. It's okay? not a regular thing <laughs> yeah. in like culture. Yeah. You it's don't not. get you don't get yeah. dark like that. You know, you can be racist, but yeah. you can't get dark. You can't be Have like... Have you ever seen the show Dave? Dave? No. Yeah, there was a whole episode of, like, uh, like two main characters who were white guys were just, like, hanging out and, like, doing weird gay shit. Yeah. And then two other guys show up who were black, and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we're just hanging out. And they're like, no, your feet are, like, twiddling in the air and shit. You're slapping each other's ass. Like, what's Man. happening? Like, yeah. We never had the uh, pleasantry to not worry what people think of us. Right. So as a white guy, especially like all my friends when we were growing up pulled that gay shit. Right. And it's because they felt so free in their own free expression that they knew no one was going to judge them. Right. Based on their actions or like Mm. what their options were that they chose. Very true. And that kind of takes me back to, to, to the slap. You want to talk about that? The slap. Because if Ricky Gervais said that same shit, I don't think he would have slapped him. No, no, not that aspect. No, okay. To where Will Smith was getting overly judged, mm-hmm. knowing that other actors fight all the time on sets and like at their actual job, not the, you know, they're always That's fighting true. and stuff. Doing, you know, white white actors. Let's say that, 
Yeah. Then, then, like, you got Alec Baldwin coming out saying stuff. Oh, wait. He had a take? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Alec? He's still wiping his handprints <laughs> off the gun. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, I really don't think that was the right thing to do. <laughs> what are we talking about, Baldwin? You just murdered. You manslaughtered someone. You literally killed somebody. Man. <laughs> Dude, Alec Baldwin's a cold gangster. Yeah. Dude, do you remember... Uh, it wasn't uh, <laughs> it wasn't George Bush. It was his vice mm-hmm. president. Yeah. Uh, Cheney. Yeah. Didn't he like sh- accidentally shoot his friend? Yeah. And his friend apologized to him. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking American gangster. Yeah. That's a white American <laughs> right. gangster because he's like breaking tax codes while he's shooting people in the face. Yeah. That's what Peaky Blinders is. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't want you to get, you know. Have any people in black suit show up to you to the place? Or not no, there, no, no, absolutely not. Those, those are the not biggest, a bomber. Politicians are some of the biggest gangsters out there, man. Dude, they are millionaires. Also, just yeah. like you know, if you're old money, yeah, some of the biggest gangsters out there. Man. Shout out to our sponsor of the podcast today, the Clinton Foundation. Clinton Foundation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a go do a co-sign. Raising money and burying bodies. Very, very Am bodies. I right? No, it's just a and it's by- a theory that they had. Uh, some a reporter named Seth murdered, oh, and wow. Seth's Seth's rise up. Okay, we all stick together. <laughs> you Seth, stick together. <laughs> Seth stick together. It's it's nothing to do about race. It's oh, it's nothing to do with race. <laughs> it's just I've never met a black Seth, so I, I, it's kind of about race. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him. I've met. Wait, really? I grew up with a black Seth. <laughs> okay, it is a biblical name, so it's like and it, he was it'd be hilarious. like Jeremiah or Jehovah or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a funny cat. <laughs> Yeah, every Seth is just just a, just is. a killer. <laughs> Seth Myers, Seth McFarland, yeah. Seth Green is Jewish as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Just and Black Seth is gonna say the N word, so it's pretty. Well, yeah, it makes he's, it even funnier. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're oh, he's flexing his black privilege. I, remember <laughs> my, I had a friend one time say he was like, everyone talks about white privilege. How about black people's privilege to say the N-word? And oh. I was like, Kevin, shut oh. up. <laughs> How does, does that hurt? Does that hurt to hear? Dude. I, That's hilarious. And I hate <laughs> I, I hate being like the ally. Like, yeah. really, I'm worried about other people and like telling people what to say. But yeah. I'm like, I think that's the wrong take. Like, I don't think you're right at all for thinking that. You should do it on They have the privilege of saying it. <laughs> you, you should try it on stage, man. Try oh, yeah. I'll work it out. I got to turn on the fan real quick. Yeah, bro. Yeah, cool, man. It's, it's heating up in here. A little bit. But, yeah, fucking... We have a, a few more minutes left on the oh, podcast, oh, and good, I want to ask you uh, the maybe the most deep question I have. Okay. Uh, what is the happiest or saddest moment of your life? Wow. That is a deep question. It is, and, and you can choose either, but I really believe that you have many. Oh, it's yeah, just what's are. the most recent or like what sticks out the most mm. because of like um, memories. I have to say um, the most, let's say, happiest was when I was in basic training and uh, you don't see your family. It's the first time I've really been separated from them um, for like, it was almost a month plus, I want to say. And then you're around these strangers for like that whole time and you don't know any of these people, <laughs> none of yeah. that. And some were just assholes. I actually had to, had, had to slap somebody while I was in. <laughs> God damn. So I will Smith somebody in basic yeah, training. You, yeah, you Willard Smithered someone. Willard Smithered. But uh, no, nah, like, uh, basically, I was trying to use the bathroom. He's like, you're not supposed to use it this time. Cause, uh, uh. I just looked at him and said. Hell <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, so. Did you get in trouble for slapping him? No, they just let, let it ride. I didn't get dude, just like the Oscars. Who was watching it? The Academy? <laughs> damn. Yeah, it was the Academy back in 2007. Yeah. Just, he, he's cool. He's cool. He's going to get a medal or something. <laughs> <laughs> let him stick around for yeah. 45 minutes. Damn. So, like, when you're, um, yeah, like you're saying, around a bunch of strangers, just, you know, that day when you graduate and just so your your family just – you find out your family flew out without telling you or anything. You're walking, you're marching, doing the big, I'm happy I'm in the military march. Mm-hmm. And you just see them standing there, your whole people, like everybody. Some of them passed on. Like, I, yeah. But 
just seeing them there and having that comfort of seeing your family again and having that teardrop come down and talking to them one more time before you're sent to Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> Two more stuff. Damn. <laughs> so, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You're right. That is a very <laughs> somber moment because it's yeah. happy, yet it's also sad. Like, yeah. it's good to see you guys again. Bye. <laughs> right. Then, yeah, you head back out. Damn. Yeah, Were you an army brat? Like, did you have parents in the military? Oh, yeah, yeah. My my dad was in the military. And oh, he was shit. doing, like, he told me he was doing the real stuff. And I did ah. research on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> parents will always say that shit. Like, oh. I was the one killing Vietnamese people. No, okay, he has guys, pictures, bro. Like, literally, like, you can you can Google. <laughs> like, you can Google him. You can actually Google my dad's name. And you'll really? find all his archives from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> like, yeah, because he, he was a photographer. And also, he did a lot of the. He said the quiet stuff too. So, like, I didn't learn he was in a in a just cause until like he, he retired from from law enforcement. <laughs> like, Damn. they did a whole thing. <laughs> I was like, really? This man was in what? And I don't know if you would know what just cause is. No, not really. Yeah, it was something. I think it was in. Oh my bad, man. Yeah, I was like, I think it was uh something. Because he told me, like, he'd always tell us, yeah, I was in Honduras, man. I was stationed out there. I was like, man, that must have been, like, a what? vacation. But Your dad was a top, like, he was a top-tier <laughs> operator. He was, a, <laughs> yeah. he was a smooth operator, just, like, slicing yeah. people's throats and shit. The funniest thing I had to say was when I actually went to Google him, all I see is, like, a tank from Desert Storm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he took this picture <laughs> this time. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, photographers and like <laughs> any war scene is crazy because yeah. the people have guns and you're just like right recording it yeah <laughs> you ever have a friend well maybe because like when mm-hmm. i was a kid especially in high school everyone had a phone by that time mm-hmm. that can record video yeah and some kids stand so close to the fight that they like <laughs> they get hit on accident <laughs> yeah. like, friendly fire friendly fire <laughs> dude but yeah, yeah get the yeah photographer getting the right shot that's definitely Oh, it's cool. Definitely a dangerous fucking time. Like, then uh, look at the, the, the U.S. archive. I'm like, oh, this dude's actually got a million pictures in the actual archive. Damn. From, yeah, 80s and 90s. Early, like, 80s, early 90s. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, your happiest moment was definitely, like, seeing your family again. Yeah, at the base. The That's... single manly tear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Manly tears come in ones. Tearing up. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, they, they come in odd numbers only. <laughs> only one eye can cry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You can't. You, you, you gotta have. Yeah. Uneven at all times. Yeah, I don't know sorry. why that's a rule, but it is. That was a. But, yeah, uh, man. No, just like you're not supposed to like smile in formation. I'm just like cheese and stuff. Like, I'm yeah. Like, I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> I got, I definitely have to have you back on because we were crunched for time today. But thank you. For, this was the most rescheduled podcast I've had in a was. long time. <laughs> that's all. That's my bad. That's all good. But stuff. thank you, dude. Thank you thank so much you for so coming much. by. Yeah. Do you want to plug any shows, your book, anything at all? Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We talk about books. Um. I guess my early one. If you guys want to see my early writings and see how much I've grown, start with the Lazy Man's Hustle. That's the first. Lazy Man's Hustle. Got that's it. the one about getting your money together for personal growth. Uh, I had. People like that have read it said, yeah, I got my credit together. My stuff's good. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, thanks, man. I used to have a podcast, uh, like a call-in one years ago, and uh, they actually called in and said that. And I had a little, Wow, dude, that's yeah, crazy. Another time I'm like, this is what I'm doing the work for. Yeah. <laughs> then um, Powerful is the Book of Power Gain. That's all these are available on Amazon. That's the one about having that powerful mindset to keep pushing, you know? I'm sure you've had to deal with that in comedy, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like you said, those Definitely. bad nights where you got to keep going or... Even God, just he's terrible. Your day to day. Yeah. You gotta keep going after the booze and the oh yeah. You can do it. You gotta keep going after that. It was that one um my third one was Stand for Nothing or Else, a coward's theory. It's a study of how cowardice can hold you back from success. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, not knowing I guess knowing your worth or even being too scared of what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And um what's the other one? My recent one, Johnny's of a Crazy Veteran. That's my study of uh, when I was dealing with PTSD and anxiety a lot, um, mm-hmm. going through my journal entry. Wow. And, like, you know, talking to myself, seeing myself talking to myself in third person and seeing not having a feeling. Like, I was there, but I wasn't there, mm. you know. So it took a lot of spiritual yeah. 
stuff, a lot of work with that. Dude, really I gotta, I gotta check out the latest one. That <laughs> was the, I gotta do a book review with you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you back on the podcast for that? Yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this part's hacky, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. You contrived mother. No, dude, I would never. I would never to you. But dude, yeah. thank you again for coming out. There's no light on in this room. It's getting nope. pretty dark. It's getting weird. But yeah, <laughs> yeah we're heading out to Charo. But uh, thank you again, Darrell. Hearn says, be your own advocate. Be your own advocate. Jerk your own dick off. Don't jerk other people's dicks off, okay? Fuck your mom. Don't fuck other people's mom. Fuck your mom. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for checking out. (laughs) Big couch, little couch.